right, so I'm live with 52 weeks of AWS, and this is the final section of study for the Solutions Architect exam. I'm going to talk about bridging to certification. So basically, how do you get certified? What's the process? You know, what are some of the tips and tricks that you can do? And to get started, I'm going to share my screen for those that are following along without uh, with with video. Uh, I'm going to start there, and I'm going to do a slideshow. <clears throat> All right, so to to get started here, uh, really bridging to certification is is an interesting topic, and I guess what's interesting about it is that it it, it covers a lot of different combined topics when you're when you're getting into this. You know, like for example, what are the exam resources that are necessary? What are some additional things that you you can care about? Um, and so at the end, you should be able to prepare for the AWS Solutions Architect exam and also find resources. So first up, where are the exam uh, resources? What should you start with? You should start with the exam guide. Really, that's the first place to look if you're getting ready for the exam. If you haven't gone through and looked at all the different domains, then you're you're going to be putting yourself at a disadvantage. If we cover the first domain here on the AWS Solutions Architect certification, it is designing resilient architectures, and that's thirty percent of the exam. So you know that's a huge section of the exam, and a few of the things to be aware of are, you know, basically being able to design a multi-tier architect solution. Uh, would be one. Uh, two would be designing highly available or fault-tolerant architectures. Three would be designing decoupling mechanisms using AWS services. And four would be appropriate resilient storage. Uh, now, in terms of domain two, this is another uh, big section of the exam, about 28%. So between these two domains, this is close to 60% of the exam. Uh, it would be designing high-performance architectures, and this includes identifying elastic uh, and scalable compute uh, solutions for a workload, uh, designing uh, high-performance and scalable solutions for uh, a workload, and selecting high-performance network solutions for a workload, and also choosing high-performance database solutions for a workload. In domain three, it would be designing secure applications and architectures. This is about 25%. And you would want to cover secure access to AWS resources. One way to put this would be encryption at rest and encryption in transit. 3.2 would be designing secure application tiers. 3.3 would be selecting appropriate data security options. Domain four is 18%. And this would be how to design cost-optimized architectures, identify cost-effective storage solutions, identify cost-effective compute and database services, and also design cost-optimized network architectures. So another thing that is a, a really good idea is to look at the sample questions as well, in, in addition to the domains uh, and the exam guide. And, and these are all really helpful when you're going through a certification. And in fact, why don't we just go ahead and do that? 
So if I go to AWS Solutions Architect uh, exam guide, take a look at this. Uh, this is a fairly straightforward thing to do, which is you go to the website for Solutions Architect material and you go through and find the exam review. So we see this exam guide, AWS Solutions Architect Associate Exam Guide. So if we pull it up, it's, it's a PDF, and we can go through here and read what it says. It says the AWS Solutions Architect Associate Exam is intended for individuals who perform in a Solutions Architect role. This exam validates a candidate's ability to complete the following tasks, design a solution by using the appropriate AWS service, provide implementation guidance, on best practices and the target candidate would be someone who has experience with compute, networking, storage, management, and database. So really you need to do some hands-on work. Fortunately, you can do this with the AWS free tier. Also the ability to identify and define technical requirements for a solution that involves AWS technology. Also the ability to identify which AWS services meet a given technical requirement. And then an understanding of best practices for building well-architected solutions on AWS, an understanding of the AWS global infrastructure, and an understanding of the AWS security services and features in relation to traditional services. If you have listened to this live stream slash podcast, we've definitely covered those things. And here are some things that are considered out of scope, designing complex hybrid architecture, uh, design identity federation with multiple accounts, design architecture that meets compliance requirements, incorporate specialized services in a design, uh, develop deployment strategies, and create a migration strategy for complex multi-tier applications. So they show you that some of these more advanced, and I would say fairly real-world scenarios, are covered in specialization exams. They're not going to cover on this exam. And another thing to pay attention to would be the exam content. And, and notice what are the kinds of questions on each exam because they vary. This one would cover multiple choice. So there's one correct response and three incorrect responses. Also multiple response. So two or more correct responses out of five. And in terms of exam results, we have AWS Cert Certified Solutions Architect Associate Exam is pass or fail. The minimum passing score is 720. So really you need to have a C minus essentially on the exam. And then if we go into the domains, we saw that already. Uh, th that's a good thing to take a look at. And then also the appendix. I think this is a good thing to look at as well. Look at the, the resources that are mentioned and write those down, uh, maybe on a, a notepad or something like this and say, uh, your own definition, right? In this case, it's compute, cost management, database, disaster recovery, high availability, management and governance, microservices and component decoupling, migration and data transfer, networking connectivity and content delivery, security, serverless design principles, storage. So you should have in mind, you know, basically what services on AWS would be associated with those. And maybe you could even draw some kind of a graph where they would be connected. And then also uh, it's really important to look at the services that are covered and, and actually make sure you know what they are because this is one of the easiest ways to, to miss points on an exam is you may even understand all of the core concepts, 
but there's a unique name that AWS calls a service and you don't know what the name is. And when they ask you to compare one service to another, if you don't know what the service does, how could you possibly get the question right unless you guess? And so this is critical to go through the different services and write down what it is they are and you should know what all these services are. So those are a couple of tips I think that many people really don't talk about that are very helpful. Okay, so that's an exam guide. What about exam readiness training? Uh, you can find classes for free on the AWS uh, Certified Solutions Architect uh, you know, course on AWS. That's a good place to go. There's also a practice, practice exam. So you can take a practice exam on the AWS training website. Also, learning platforms also have a lot of um, sample exams. The white paper as well, I think, is is something that's easy to miss. Is It's easy to go, oh, yeah, sure, I don't need to know what's on the white paper, but I would say you do need to know what's on the white paper because that is really the material that is going to be covered in the exam. And so it's like, you know, not reading the book for your English class. And then there's an exam at the end of the year on the book that you're supposed to read. You must read the white paper. And so if we go to the website, there's actually a white paper called AWS Will, Archite Will Architected Framework. And you should absolutely have read this, right? And you can see here that there's uh, a whole different selection of items to review, including the framework overview, operational excellence pillar, security pillar, reliability pillar, performance efficiency pillar, cost optimization pillar, sustainability pillar, AWS work detected lens, right? All of these uh, are, are really important to, to be aware of. I would say in particular for this exam, AWS Well Architected and the six pillars are is the critical thing to, to be aware of. And you can see that the update to this is actually December 2nd, 2021. And it's not too bad to get through this whole thing. And I, I would say this is probably one of the best possible ways you could study. If you had to just study one thing, I would probably study this uh, in, in terms of a resource. Okay, let's move on here. So AWS War Architected Framework, uh, make sure you read the white paper and pillar white papers. Uh, they're, they're really giving you a hint here that these are important for the exam. Also, uh, this is a less talked about, but there's AWS Frequently Asked Questions. And so you could go to the FAQs and go and review the FAQs for Amazon EC2, Amazon S3, Amazon VPC, Amazon Route 53, Amazon RDS, and Amazon SQS. So I would absolutely do that. And let's go ahead and take a look at this. So if we just go through and we look at uh, Amazon EC2 FAQ, you can see here there's some really good questions about, um, you know, what is Elastic uh, Compute Cloud? Uh, what can I do with EC2? Uh, how can I get started with EC2? Why am I asked to verify my phone number when signing up for Amazon EC2? What can developers now do that they couldn't do before? Right, some really good Q&A questions here that that drive home, uh, you know, really how to use a service. And, and so this is a great resource as well that is is actually not very commonly known. Uh, and and it's, a, it's just absolutely fantastic. Okay, what about additional resources that you can take a look at? The documentation, right? You can't go wrong with looking at AWS documentation. 
you know, there's an acronym RTFM, basically the nice way to say it is read the manual. And in, in a nutshell, it, you're never going to go wrong with reading the manual on services on AWS. It's a great place to start. And there's really a lot of documentation. You can also go to the, this is my architecture video series. And uh, this uh, architecture video series covers many of the different services and, and lets you go through how to build cloud architecture. So this would be a great resource as well for, for people doing solutions architecture, solutions architecture um, certification. And then there's also the AWS cloud adoption framework. And this uh, is a website. And if we go ahead and we take a look at this website here, it, the AWS cloud adoption framework or AWS CAF uh, allows you to uh, go through and take a look at how you could actually use this uh, cloud adoption framework. So again, it's a white paper and it's, it's available in multiple languages and allows you to, to build out your own, um, you know, basically understanding of all the different things, digital transformation that's occurring uh, with, uh, with cloud computing. And you can also use this in an organization. So let's say you were getting solution ar architect certified and you wanted to implement digital transformation in your organization, this would be a great place to start uh, and, and maybe even have like a study group in your company to talk about it. And also there's uh, an another slide here that says there's no substitute for hands-on experience. And that really isn't, it, you, you, you can read all you want and it is important to read but you need to do interactive, uh, you know, interactive exploration uh, of the cloud platform. And so a free tier account is critical. So self-paced labs are a good place to do that. And you can actually take a look at this self-paced lab here. Uh, and, and these are available. Uh, there's, there's different links here for these self-paced self -paced labs. Uh, also quick starts, these are automated gold standard deployments in the cloud. If we take a look at this, these uh, quick starts here, there's a whole list of automated deployments in the cloud, landing zone accelerator, quantum computing exploration, automation for firewall, instance scheduler. So here's a good example, deploying architecture that helps you easily configure custom start and stop for your Amazon EC2 and Amazon RDS instances. We go ahead and we take a look at this. And it goes through and it walks you through an entire architecture for AWS and actually lets you launch it into the AWS console. It even shows you an estimated cost as well associated with the solution uh, and it shows you how long it would take. So pretty cool concept here, which is it really is like a guided tour of exactly what you would need to do to build something. And these are all available here on the AWS Quick Starts. Uh, getting started tutorials as well. Uh, this is a good place to, to go through and uh, look at the different best practices, launch a website, deploy a container, run a serverless hello world. Let's take a look at this uh, deploy a container here. You can see here that you can write code. AWS takes care of the infrastructure fully managed infrastructure, simple deployment model, right? If we take a look at one of these, we can say there's Amazon LightSail or app, uh, Amazon App Runner. So I personally am a huge fan of App Runner and I have a lot of content of, around 
AWS Wrap App Runner, and you can play around with it. But basically, yeah, you would just click on this, deploy uh, a web app using App Runner, and you could actually uh, take a look at how that works. So there's a lot of really good interactive tutorials here. So in a nutshell, we covered the exam. I talked about the different resources that are available. And again, uh, mentioning that there is no substitute for hands-on practice. And if we go into the AWS console here real quick and I log in, one of the things that I'll, that I'll point out here is that another really good resource to take a look at AWS is to actually just kick the tires on the different services inside of the console, right? So go into the console, click different buttons, take a look at different things. There, there's no substitute for just playing around. All right, so that is it for today. Um, so I covered the, really from the beginning, the AWS Solutions Architect material. Uh, I think next here, uh, would I'll probably cover another certification uh, I think potentially the AWS uh, machine learning certification could be a good one to cover uh, starting next week. And we could kind of go through the same kind of a style, walk through step-by-step -step how to prepare for the AWS machine learning certification. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week.